Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Before I share the story of what Representative Ocasio-Cortez has been saying, I think it's imperative that I start with in no way, shape, or form am I making any claim of any kind about her allegation that she, her statement, that she was sexually assaulted. Now, this all comes up in context of the Capitol riots. No, she's not claiming she was sexually assaulted during the Capitol riots. But in a video that she put out discussing her feelings about the Capitol riot, well, in this conversation, this comes out. That in describing the trauma of the Capitol, and uh, you got to love some of the headlines, the Capitol insurrection. Right, which it was not in insurrection. That she made this statement. I bring this up to make sure it is out of the way because some people are going to want to use that as a way of saying nothing else can get discussed. And those people include Representative Ocasio Cortez. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. This story is about a Capitol Police officer who came into her office. But this story is about so much more, and I've been trying my best to piece this together. She put out a video. And in the video, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, who I agree, we we don't want to be spending all this time on. I think Carl Markowitz, uh, writing over at New York Post, had it, had it very right. There's too much outsized attention being put on Representative Ocasio-Cortez. I don't disagree with this. It's why I only discuss her in the realm of policy. Her policies are childlike. She should not be taken seriously. We've said so for years now. However, she accused Senator Ted Cruz of attempted murder. And no one said a word. I wrote about this. It's at TonyCats.com. I wrote about it. It, it, it was up, oh, what I have it up, Sunday? How is nobody discussing this? She accused the man of attempted murder, and everybody's quiet? Everybody's silent? How is this remotely, remotely possible? There's a uh, reporter... Uh, it was uh, Zaya, Zaya Jelani. I, I, I don't know uh, them personally. I don't know if Zaya Jelani is a man or a woman. I don't know. What I do know is that even they, and I'm saying they not because there's some other issue at play. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Even Zayed is saying that if a member of Congress accuses a U.S. senator of a murder attempt against her and then speculates the Capitol Police were trying to hurt her, these seem like serious accusations worth vetting. Instead, they're just kind of thrown out there. Where's the fact checkers? Well, you knew about the accusation, but what's this about Capitol Police? This is about Capitol Police. There was no partner, was not yelling you know, Capitol Police, et cetera, et cetera. But then what, but then it didn't feel right. Um, 
because he was looking at me. She's making the argument. Now, I'll take it from here, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. She's saying that when she was in her office and Capitol Police were yelling to get down to a certain area, it didn't look right. It didn't feel right. Something was wrong. Something was amiss. And in her conversation, she goes through saying that I was behind a bathroom door and she was hiding and she realized she could have hidden in a closet and uh, and uh, she thought someone got into her office and she was hiding behind a door and she, in, in the bathroom and someone was yelling, where is she? Where is she? And she said, I thought everything was over. She thought she was, she said, quote, I thought I was going to die. And she actually was crying a little bit, discussing that when she thought she might die, at least I, quote, I had fulfilled my purpose. The person screaming, where is she, was a Capitol Police officer. That part is being left out of a tremendous number of statements about what Representative Ocasio-Cortez is saying. That the person who broke into her office wasn't breaking into her office. It was a Capitol Police officer who was there to help her because the Capitol was indeed under a level of attack. It was indeed a riot. That can't be denied. And so here's this officer... And she's saying that something didn't feel right. Out of anger and hostility. And um, things weren't adding up. Like there was no partner there. And there was no one was yelling. He wasn't yelling like, this is Capitol Police. This is Capitol Police. And he was looking at me in all of this anger and, and hostility. And at first, you know, in, in my brain and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I just came from this super intense experience just now. Maybe I'm reading into this, right? Like maybe I'm projecting, um, maybe I'm projecting like something onto him that, that like maybe I'm just seeing anger, but maybe he's not trying to be angry. Um, but I talked to G, my legislative director, after the fact, and he said, no, I didn't know if he was there to help us or hurt us either. So here is this officer. You don't know if he's there to help you or hurt you. Your legislative director is sizing him up. And um, and G was actually like, this man came with so much hostility that um, that G was sizing him up and didn't know if he was going to have to fight him. Okay, let's stop for a second. Representative Ocasio-Cortez led you down a path of feeling that she was frightened, she was afraid, she thought she was going to die. Turns out the person was a Capitol Police officer who didn't introduce himself as Capitol Police, didn't have a partner. She said that twice. There was no partner. And he had this hostility. The Capitol is under, let's call it attack. He's trying to get you to safety. And this is how you took it and you perceived it. And I think rightly you you put in that you're projecting. But right now, the question is, why are you making a video of this? Why are you having this conversation with your fan base, not even your constituents? 
And why is it that you're going so far out of your way to say, well, I'm not throwing them, the, the Capitol Police under the bus, but... Like, that is how, that is how, like, aggressive the situation was in that moment. And we couldn't even tell, we couldn't read if, like, this was a good situation or a bad situation. Um, it was... So, like, you know, like so many other communities in this country, like just that presence doesn't necessarily give you a clear signal if you're safe or not. And so the situation did not feel okay. And then he just looks at me and yells at me and he just goes, go down and then go to this other building. What did you expect? What level of kindness were you looking for? When I discuss Representative Ocasio-Cortez's childlike, understand how accurate that assessment is. Well, this video going everywhere. And it was within this where she said that she was a victim in her life of sexual assault. I have absolutely, positively no comment None. Zero to this. Where I have comment is that an article written by CNN where it says she said and those in Congress are telling her to move on or even apologize following uh, the uh, uh, violence at the Capitol. We're using the same tactics as abusers. Remember, as we discussed, she's the one who accused Ted Cruz of attempted murder. And she says, the reason I say this and the reason I'm getting emotional in this moment is because these folks who tell us to move on, that it's not a big deal, that we should forget what's happened or even telling us to apologize. These are the same tactics of abusers. And I'm, I'm a survivor of sexual assault, she said. And I have, haven't told many people that in my life. But when you go through trauma, trauma compounds on each other. And so whether you had a negligent or neglectful parent and or whether someone, uh, whether you had someone who was verbally abusive to you, whether you're a survivor of abuse, whether you experience any sort of trauma in your life, small to large, these episodes can compound on one another. I reject this. I do not reject that she feels the way she feels. I don't get involved. She accused a senator of attempted murder. Of course she should apologize. What she has done here in first laying out this story and then laying out the story in a way that you think her life was in danger, but her life wasn't in danger. It was a Capitol Police officer looking for her so he could offer assistance and get her to where to a place that would be safe. That she thought he was being the aggressor and being abusive and it was so uncomfortable. And then last but not least, to say, hey, by the way, uh, I've, I've been through a, a, assault, so when people tell me I have to apologize, that's the same tactics of abusers. Sorry, we're not going to have this. I'm not going to tell her whether she was or whether she wasn't. I'm not going to get into it. What I'm going to say is, damn straight, you apologize for accusing a senator uh, of, of making the claim that he uh, attempted to kill you. You accuse them of attempted murder. Of course, you're supposed to apologize. What she wants is to be able to say, look at me, give me all the attention, and I don't have to apologize because if you ask me to apologize, you're an abuser too. And I say to hell with that. And so should you. 
Now, this is a very difficult conversation for some people because they get themselves so wrapped up in the emotional side of it, they don't know how to logically break it down, share it as we did. So let's make sure that we're in all the places. I have no doubt that she was afraid. Must have been a scary scene. I would suggest to her, buy guns and buy ammo. And maybe the people who want to be armed on the floor ain't so crazy. I I say it, I mean it, I will say it in front of a judge. Number two, again, it's logical that you were afraid. I I don't think anybody thinks you're a bad person on any level for being like, what the heck is happening here? Not being able to maybe have control of your faculties would be another thing, but but it being a scary situation, sure. In your video, you make it seem like your life was physically threatened and it wasn't in, 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 in this intimate way. In your video, it is clear that you're throwing Capitol Police under the bus and saying they treated you improperly when that is simply not the case. And yes, it's you. That you would make the video at all plays into this and your level of me, 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 which is the childlike way to do things. And then you have, well, you lay out a scenario where nobody's allowed to question you and that you don't have to apologize for something you've done that is beneath contempt which is accusing someone of attempted murder. In the same way I think accusing someone of racism is, but this is a member of Congress doing so to another member of Congress, in this case, another branch of the Senate. Or another House, I should say, the Senate. We should ask you what you were thinking. We should demand that you apologize. And to say that because we want an investigation and we want an apology and we want you to owe up to your words and live up uh, and recognize that where you failed, that we are e- akin to sexual abusers? Well, no. No, you can't have that. You can't have that. You can't treat us that way for having minds and seeing where you're wrong. For throwing Capitol Police under the bus, I think that's gross. For being afraid, I think that's normal. For pacing the story that somehow your life was in threat, I think that's you playing up to a camera. To call us akin to abusers for questioning your tactics? That's worse than accusing Senator Cruz of attempted murder. I'm Tony Katz.